Hi, it's Rebecca Whitman, your host of the Balanced, Beautiful, and Abundant Show. I'm a top-rated life coach, an international best-selling author, and a multi-passionate entrepreneur. I'm on a mission to help you go from burned out to balanced, beautiful, and abundant. The experts on this show will help you achieve work-life balance so that you can experience abundance in seven pillars of life, spirituality, health, emotions, romance, mindset, social, and financial life. When you have all seven pillars of life in alignment, you are balanced, beautiful, and abundant. Let's go. Welcome to the Balanced, Beautiful, and Abundant Show. I am your host, Rebecca Whitman. We are taking you from stressed out and overwhelmed to balanced, beautiful, and abundant. And today we have my friend, Amanda Rose. Welcome to the show, Amanda. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. It is such a thrill. I know I was so blessed to be a part of your summit last summer, and now you are a guest on my show. And it's funny because you're like, are you sure you want me on your show? It seems like your show is about business. And I'm like, nope, this show is about having abundance in all seven areas of life spirituality, fitness, emotions, romance, mental, social, and financial. And we have not talked about the romantic pillar of abundance in a while. So I thought you would be the perfect guest to shed some light on romance. Yes, I'm so excited. That's such an important part of the of our life, business, love, all that stuff. It's so connected because when you're in a happy, loving romantic partnership, all the other seven areas work better. And I feel like these seven pillars of abundance are like spokes on a bicycle wheel. If one of them is broken or you're you're missing one of the spokes and it affects everything else, but romance is so potent for having that balanced, beautiful and abundant life. So I'm going to tell my audience a little bit about your amazingness. So Amanda Rose is the founder and CEO of The Dating Boutique. She's also the founder and CEO of The Dating Stylist, an online dating consultation business. The Dating Boutique helps singles have a one-stop shop dating experience by giving you professional matchmaking, online dating makeovers, and unique singles events, expert courses, and coaching. Amanda has been featured in such popular magazines as Glamour, Forbes, Red Book, and Women's Day. She has been on Denver Talk Radio. She has been a contributor of the Huffington Post, and she was voted top celebrity matchmaker for this year, 2023. So congratulations on being top celebrity matchmaker this year. Thank you so much. Super exciting. Yeah, it's amazing. So tell us your story, Amanda. How did you get in the matchmaking space? Why is this mission so close to your heart? Yeah, well, it's kind of a crazy story. It did start, it's one of those stories that came from heartbreak and transformed into something beautiful. Um, But let's see, gosh, it's been almost 12 years, I think, 12 years ago, I was married to my ex-husband. And I had suspicions that he was online dating. And I went looking for his profile and found it. But while I was looking for his profile, I thought, 
wow, these guys look scary. <laughs> like someone needs to help them look dateable. There should be a business that does that. And never in a million years did I think that that would be me that created that business. Um, but needless to say, after I found his profile, we did get a divorce. But I thought, you know, I went from being a stay-at-home mom to a single mom overnight. And I thought I need to do something to either, I had two choices actually in that moment to either let this divorce destroy me or use it to go create the life of my dreams for my kids. And I chose to get up, go create that life of my dreams for my kids and took that little idea and created this business and never imagined that it would go where it went, where it is today. And um, I went back to school and studied intimate communication um, so I can learn how to create those healthy relationships, not just for myself, but for others too. And um, I got a job with an international matchmaking agency, did not like their process and decided to branch off on my own and create my own more personalized uh, matchmaking company. And that was, gosh, 11, 12 years ago <laughs> that that happened. And so that's where, how I started. And I knew it was my calling to help other women, you know, go through that process of healing and creating that life, the life of their dreams, no matter what has happened in your past, you can turn that mess into a message and create something absolutely beautiful. So that's how I started in the matchmaking world. That is so inspirational because you went online to like catch your husband cheating and then you had like an epiphany for business idea. And I just love how, you know, God takes things that we think are the worst things that are actually the best things. That's actually one of my journal prompts that I write every day is how the worst thing that happened today is actually the best thing. So I love that that happened in your story and do you just help women or do you help men to find, find love in the online and in-person dating world? I help both men and women. Uh, I focus more in my courses and workshops are more focused towards women to you know help heal from heartbreak or any just challenging times that they've had in dating or relationships. And then the matchmaking portion, we help both men and women find you know, high quality dates. So we're, we're the headhunters to find the best dates for them. And um, that's, but we help all. So which marriage are you the most proud of? Tell us the story behind that. You know, I think which marriage, because I'm remarried now. Um, probably this one, because I... Not you, your client. Oh, oh my. <laughs> which, uh, which matchmaking success story. Oh, Yeah. Who is single that is now married? Are you the most proud of? I'm glad you like <laughs> well, you know, a couple. <laughs> this marriage, I'm like, good. Um, let's see. The, my favorite story. Um, well, so I had a client when I first started. She came to me. Um, she kind of had a very similar story, but she found out her ex-husband was, or her husband at the time was cheating on her while she was going through breast cancer treatments. And that was so heartbreaking. And to be able to see her um, just fall in love again and heal and um, just, you know, have a new like zest for life was, that's my favorite is when people come from a place of that incredible heartbreak and they're in such a beautiful place now. It's so beautiful. You know, resilience, I think is so important and in dating because so many people, they get their heart broken once, twice, or three times or four times or 10 times like me. And then they just give up. But you know, that next date, that next relationship could be the love of your life. And then when you're with the love of your life, 
like I am now, all those heartbreaks and everything were worth it. So what do you tell clients that are just really like, maybe you fix them up on a few dates and they don't like anyone? Like, how do you give them encouragement and lift them up and let them know that it's not too late and they can still meet their person? Right. You know, I try to encourage them by just, the you know, one, the more you date, the more you're going to learn who is right for you and who's not. I think dating is like, this, it can be this beautiful learning process to find that one, because oftentimes we learn things about ourselves in the dating process. Mm-hmm. So I do encourage them to don't give up. You never know when someone, you know, is going to move to your city or someone's going to get out of a, a relationship and then everything's going to align. You're going to meet that person and start that relationship. So just to encourage them and knowing also that sometimes, you know, God doesn't bring us um, this beautiful wrapped package in a relationship. Sometimes it's a little bit different than what we imagined. So we have to be open-minded too of what's brought into our life and be ready for that um, that potential relationship. So you tell your clients, you know, your, your ideal mate might not look the way you thought it was going to look, but just to be open-minded and kind of listen with your heart and your ears and give this person a chance. Yes, absolutely. And your intuition too, because, you know, sometimes we have this picture perfect, like cookie cutter um, image of what our partner should look like or be like, or that maybe they have a certain type of job, but really like our perfect partner comes in a package that might be, he might not be tall, dark and handsome. He might have blonde hair instead of dark hair, or he might, you know, um, not be in a certain profession or he might come from a different city. So to really stay open-minded about how that package is brought to you, because I think that's when it will totally knock you off your feet. Like when, when you see that person and it's, he's everything you wanted, but maybe just a little bit different in the package that he's brought to you. I love that. So what is your perfect scenario for a first date for your clients? I mean, I'm sure you have certain guidelines of what you tell them. So how do you Tell them to date on date number one. So we do have a few rules in our agency. One, don't have more than two drinks um, because we want you to stay very, you know, mindful and we don't want your your mindset to be altered in any way <laughs> when you're dating. And then also um, not to get, you know, physical on the first date, wait and get to know that person. Um, and also in for a first date, I love to do activities like connection activities not just where you're sitting across the table having dinner or drinks I want there to be something to create connections so we've scheduled activities we've scheduled you know maybe um, a dinner and cocktails but we always do something after to make sure that there's there's plenty to talk about to get them you know a conversation going we also have conversation starters that are kind of out of the ordinary to get the the conversation started or going in case they get stuck and and so they don't feel like they're on an interview. I I think that's the worst type of days when you're sending across from someone super serious and you feel like you're being interviewed for a job. (laughs) Yeah, that is the worst. So what are some conversation starters? I like two that I love and you can use this like online dating too. I actually used this on my husband years ago. <laughs> um, but the question I asked him, it was on Bumble and it was because um, women have to chat first. And I asked him, um, how did it go? Saturday morning priorities uh, said exercise, sleep, 
or aggressive mimosas or something like that or margaritas or something like that and he answered back so like creative and clever that I'm like this I gotta keep talking to this guy so just things like that to get to know someone um what they like to do on the weekends or you can do like two truths and a lie I think that's so much fun because you can get really creative with that um or talk ask questions about like you know their favorite childhood memory people love to talk about their you know their selves and like what they connect with what what's important to them. So it's important to not just ask the the basic questions like, what do you do for a living? What do you, <laughs> what's your hobbies? Kind of take it to the next level so that you can really get to know that person at the core and not on just a surface level. You know, my husband has a great icebreaker question that he loves and it's, what was your first rock concert? He loves asking that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, that's a good one too. What is your first concert or yeah, that is a good one. And what are some of your first aid activities that you recommend for your clients? So we've done so many different things. Um, One couple went on a treetop like um, excursion where you do the rope swings and, you know, the obstacle course. And let's, we've um, also had people um, do like picnics on the beach, uh, like a little fancy picnic on the beach. Uh, We've also had people, um, what else have we jazz festivals we do it according to their interests too so that they can connect and you know and talk about what's going on so those are a few different things that we love to do just either a concert or you know music in a park or um some type of fun kind of um very active activity that they can get involved with that would have scavenger hunt too we've done the scavenger hunts in cities oh that's fun Having someone do an obstacle course on their first date has to be someone very confident in their athleticism because even though I played college tennis, I would be like, oh my God, like I I do not want to be falling off this rope or, you know, it's really hard to be refined and ladylike when you're like swinging on an obstacle course, (laughs) brave, brave soul that that did the (laughs) course on her first date. Um, so how the, the magic question of the day, well, first of all, what is a high quality man to you? To me, I think a high quality man is someone with high values that's commitment minded, that's emotionally available. Um, and you know, a high quality man would be someone for me, it would be someone that has similar values and, you know, outlooks on, on life and the future. So that would be different for every person, but just someone who is has high integrity too. I think that's so important. Um, those are the basic things in a high quality man and someone that can communicate well too. That's very important in a relationship. I think communication is key because if somebody doesn't have conflict resolution skills, like I was in a relationship where somebody's conflict resolution skills was the silent treatment. I'm like, oh my God, which totally like hurt my, was like salt in my abandonment anxiety. Mm-hmm. And having someone that has communication and especially conflict resolution skills is so essential. I also think having someone who fights fair because, you know, if somebody does name calling or any of that, uh, which I've experienced in past relationships, that's just totally abusive and not okay. So I think emotional intelligence is, is crucial. And I used to think it was my job to train people on that. Like, Oh, he's a project. Like I can teach him emotional intelligence and that, that just doesn't work. So they have to like 
come already trained to the relationship. <laughs> Wouldn't you agree? Yes, absolutely. I have been there too. I'm 100% guilty of that. Um, but yes, it's so important that they already have that high level of emotional intelligence because it will bring, if they don't, it will bring so much just a heartbreak into your relationship. It's it's a lot to have to work on if it's not already capable of doing that. It is. I, I decided no more projects. Like they have to already have these skills. So how do you find, attract, and most importantly, keep a high quality man? So how to find a high quality man, that's the fun part. So what I tell my clients to do is to step into his shoes. Where does he hang out? He's probably not hanging out at the bars or somewhere like low value. He's hanging out at places that are maybe business networking events, charity events. Um, or maybe he is at, um, you know, at a, he could be at a cigar bar. Who knows? There's a lot of great men there. So you have to put yourself in his shoes. Don't go to the normal places where you and your girlfriends hang out because he's probably not going to be there. You know, I had some girls that always went to a champagne bar, but he's not going to be there. That's not where the the men hang out. So look at, just try to step into his shoes, even join meetup groups that maybe spark your interest, but also would have that high value men, man in that group, attend meetup groups, uh, attend networking groups, charity functions, and just break yourself out of the, that comfort level, that comfort social circle, and start exploring different areas in your, your city. Um, if we stay within the same social circles and the same restaurants, the same hanging out with spots, we're not going to find someone new. I mean, we could, of course, but it's more likely to find someone faster if you go out and explore um, different areas of your city. And I also think women have to pull away from their pack because it's very intimidating for a man to walk up to a group of women. So I like to, I used to call it doing laps. Like I'm going to go do a couple laps around the restaurant or the bar or the event by myself. So, so I could actually be approachable. Yes, absolutely. And always have a smile on your face or, or you don't have to walk around smiling the whole time, but just look approachable, not like the, you know, resting bitch face that I shouldn't cuss on Facebook, but um, you shouldn't, that's going to push him away. But if you look approachable, your arms are open, you look inviting and warm and friendly, he's more likely to approach you along with being away from your girlfriends for a little bit. (laughs) So we covered how to find a track. Now, how do we keep a high quality man? So that's a good question too. I love this one because once you find him, you want to keep him. You don't want to <laughs> have to start over again. Um, but how to keep him is really, I highly believe in being authentic and being yourself and being able to com- communicate just a hundred percent. Don't hold back and don't try to become a person that you're not. But when you step into that, the, who you are, that authentic truth, that's attractive. And when you communicate to him and um, and you're not like beating around the bush. You're telling him exactly what you need, exactly what you're feeling. I think that's attractive too, because men want to get to the point. They want to know what they can't guess what's going on in your head. And I think that's a something I hear men complain about a lot. Like we can't, we don't know what's going on in her head, you know? So just be open and be honest. Make sure you're also taking care of your inner self because that is attractive as well. You have to become like, who you know who you want to attract because like attracts like like so if you are um 
not taking care of yourself, you're not communicating and or you're playing games, no game playing. That's another one, a huge one. Do not play games. And because you don't want a high value man is not going to want that. Um, so it's really just about tuning in and always finding growth in that relationship because a high value man likes growth. He likes to up level all kinds of areas of his life, including his relationship. I like that you teach your clients not to play games because there's a lot of female dating coaches that are like, you know, don't return his text for at least 20 minutes. And I just think that is very disingenuous and disrespectful. Don't, wouldn't you agree? Oh, absolutely. I, that is a pet peeve of mine. It's the dating games that are taught with some coaches, because I feel like you will attract a man that plays games. Um, And high value men are not going to, you know, just waste time on playing those games with you. They are ready to move forward. They know what they want in life. And they're looking for that woman that knows the same and is done with the, the dating games. Yes, I, I totally agree. So what is the secret to successful dating? We'll talk about in person and then online. The secret to successful dating, I think, is being consistent. Don't just get on an app and like swipe through for a day or two. And then you're like, oh, there's no good men on here. Because you never know who's going to show up one on the dating apps. Um, I met my husband. He had just moved to to my hometown from a different state, like two states away. So if I had just got off a dating app or I would have never met him because we lived in two different areas of town. We hung out at two different, you know, types of places. So be consistent. Also to be successful, you have to have the mindset that, well, first you have to take out any negativity. You know, if you're saying there's no more good men out there, then that's what you're going to get. If you're hanging out with people that are speaking a lot of negativity into your life about dating or men, then that's what you're going to attract or or get in your life. So you have to really work on your mindset to make sure that you're staying positive. Um, Say those things to yourself. If you get frustrated, be like, you know, my man is on his way to me. So you just, you have to know that he's on his way to you. It's just the steps have to be put into place to get to him. So that is, I think, the biggest thing about being successful in dating is mindset. Because I work with a lot of singles and it's uh, there's a lot of frustration when it comes to dating. I get that. I've been there. I've been through the heartbreak. But if you, that's such a, like the negative mindset too is unattractive. So when you stay positive and you're um, positive about what you say about men, that's that keeps you successful and it keeps men attracted to you as well. And then did you say online dating as well? Yeah, I was uh, asking you, what is the secret to dating successfully online and in person? <laughs> I guess I hit both. <laughs> both but, yeah. I agree. I think mindset is so important. I, you know, believe in the law of attraction. And if you're saying all the good ones are already taken and all the guys that like me, I don't like, and all the ones I like, don't like me. Those are some of the old stories that I used to say when I was, you know, dating. And I used to say, oh, I don't have the time or the energy to go off through all these guys online. And, and then I would have friends that like went on one or two dates and like met their dream guy online. And I'd be like, what's going on with her? Like, there's no good guys online. And I was so negative. So I was manifesting, you know, negative experiences and, I'm just so grateful that I actually realized that it was my mindset and I had to go on a dating detox, Amanda, because I, I just, 
I was in a rut. I was on five dating sites. I had hired a matchmaker and I, nobody, uh, I wasn't finding anybody that I liked. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go on a 90 day dating detox. I'm not going to think about men, talk about men. I could talk to them for like two seconds and that was it. And then six weeks into that detox, I met my soulmate and I used to be like mad because people would say, oh, it's, it's when you're not looking that you'll find your guy. And I'd be like, how can you not look for love? I mean, that's one of the reasons that we're here is for love. And it actually happened that way. So I had to just totally reboot my mindset because it was just, I was kind of in a negative rut and it just, it was not working. So I'm so grateful that I took that dating detox and I met Ben. Um, so what is the fastest way to find a high quality man? I think the fastest way to find a high quality man is mindset. It's doing that, that detox of your mindset and making sure that you are, that you're, putting out the energy of um, attracting the right type of men, the negativity, the, you know, or looking in the wrong places or hanging around with people that put that stuff into your head. That's not helpful. Uh, That is really the most successful way to find love. Because when I've noticed when people, we work on mindset in my coaching sessions and I've had clients say, my friends are asking me like, what are you doing different? You're, you're acting like a totally different person, but they love it because she's, you know, they're glowing and they're just, there's something different when you have that type of energy on you. It's like a magnet to the right, for the right type of people. So if you can do anything or work on anything at this moment, start with your mindset. It will change the game to dating and relationships. I promise. It's like a hundred percent guarantee. (laughs) I think that mindset is so important. And what would you tell a woman who was looking for a man? Would they have to also be having a growth mindset too, or can it just come from one person? Oh, I love that question. It definitely needs to be both people. I mean, you know, in relationships, there's going to be those ups and downs for both people. We're human. We're going to have, you know, negative experiences or bad days. That's okay. Um, But definitely you have to be in a relationship with someone that has a growth mindset because you do not want to stay stuck or stagnant in the same place. If someone's not growing, that's a huge red flag. And if they're against growth, huge red flag. I would run in the opposite direction. (laughs) Absolutely. It was so sad because uh, we were just talking before this started about a leadership training that I'm coaching. And there's this one woman who was in the training and she had so much growth, so many breakthroughs, so many epiphanies, so many aha moments. And she was just completely just her mindset transformed. And she went home and her husband asked for a divorce because he was so threatened by her transformation. He liked her at a certain level. And she catapulted and he was threatened by it. So it's really sad when that happens in relationships. Absolutely. And I've been there too. I've ended relationships because the growth wasn't there. And but looking back, I'm so glad that happened because I would stay stuck. I would be still be in my hometown. I would you know, wouldn't have this business. There's so many different things. I wouldn't have my current husband and our baby. You know, there's so many different things. So it is very sad. If ladies run, if a man can does not have a growth mindset, don't. Yeah, or if you you'll change him. <laughs> if he's threatened by your personal growth, run because you want someone who applauds when you work on yourself and is excited about your personal growth, not who wants you to you know play small. You know, I think that feminism is all about women playing a bigger game and stepping into their power. 
And a quality man will applaud that. They won't be threatened by that. Right. Yes. Yeah. And a high quality man likes that. So I work with a lot of high quality men and very successful, very, a lot of them well-known. And one of the number one things they say, they don't care what she does for a living, but as long as she has passion and that growth mindset and she, she will work on things together with him, that a high quality man is looking for that in a woman. Exactly. And what do you tell your clients who are not willing to let go of their ex-boyfriends or ex-husbands? Would you say that that blocks a new one from coming in? Absolutely. I know there's a lot of teachings about how to win your ex back or, oh gosh, I could go on and on about this. Um, But you're wasting energy on someone that's not there. You know, he's not giving your you the energy you deserve back, but you're wasting all this time, these thoughts, these this energy on someone that's not available. So it is it can block someone else from coming into your life, and it can keep you from seeing this wonderful man in front of you if you're still focused over here on this ex that's not available. So yeah, that's a whole other podcast topic. I think <laughs> I could go on and on about that. Or what about women who like want to be best friends with their ex and still want to date? I feel it's the same way that that having that male presence, that energy in their life is blocking having some new love in their life. What do you think? I think so too. I mean, you know, you hear stories where people are still friends after they break up, especially like co-parenting relationships, which I think that that's needed, of course, where they have to have some type of relationship, maybe not best friends, but (laughs) there's still still some type of relationship there. but yes, I, there's still that like energetic cord stuck on this ex, and it's hard to really open your heart and let this new person in, which this new person could also fill the block and feel kind of, um, he might not feel as open to letting him his full self into you. So I think there is a lot of energetic work at play when there's an ex still in, in your life. I think it's best to and let them go and focus your energy on this new relationship that you're maybe that you haven't found yet, but you're trying to find and or build. That's super important. So ladies, if you're wondering why you haven't met your guy and you're still hanging out with your ex or best friends with somebody that you used to sleep with, that could be it. That male energy could be blocking your new guy. So how many people do you recommend women date at the same time? Not as like being intimate, but just socializing with. Oh, that's a good question. It really depends too on the person because I have like some clients that are like, I need to focus on one person at a time and see, you know, where this goes, which I think is great because you can, um, I mean, it's, it's kind of like a funnel, but you need to be able to really get to know someone to see if they are the right for you. Um, I wouldn't date a lot of guys at once, maybe at most a handful, maybe. <laughs> so I think that's a lot because your energy is going like all these places and it's hard to really tune in and get to know someone. So, you know, what I would recommend for most people, date someone if you like them, go on a few dates, see what happens. And then um, you should be able to know pretty fast, you know, if there's red flags, what, what is your intuition telling you? Are you drawn to this person or not? And if you're not, even if he's like super attractive, super, there's like crazy chemistry and passion, but there's something off, 
break it off and then move on. You have to learn how to like move quickly and weed out dates quickly so you can get to that one. I actually had a dating coach who's very famous, Allison Armstrong, who's been on the show. She said if there's like a level 10 chemistry to run because women cannot think clearly when they have like a level 10 chemistry. What do you think about that? Oh, that is 100% true. I've been there. I'm guilty. <laughs> but yes, and that's what got me into trouble with so many relationships in the past. Um, but yes, chemistry, the thing about chemistry, it's not always, it can be automatic, but usually in like the best relationships, it's built over time as you like really get to know that person. Um, but I, I, I agree. I think that passionate, crazy chemistry with like fireworks going off on the first date, it's like, you, you should be looking somewhere else. Like what's going on here? Has having a baby changed the chemistry with your husband? It has. It's um, It's been a, like a different learning experience. This is like a whole new growth stage for us, a whole new season. Um, like, I love seeing him as a dad. That is super sexy, you know, <laughs> like just seeing him take care of him and just seeing this new part of him. Um, but yeah, it definitely changes the chemistry. So you have to make time or you get to make time for uh, mommy and daddy time, right? Got to schedule in a nap time. <laughs> yes, lots of naps. That's yeah. how you're having a lot of kids, lots of naps. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, this has been a great interview. Thank you, Amanda, for being on the Balanced, Beautiful and Abundant show where we're taking women from overwhelmed in their love life to balanced, beautiful and abundant with the soulmate of their dreams. So how can people stay in touch with you? Where can we find you online? Yes, yeah, so you can go to my website, datingboutiqueinc.com. There's a free gift for you guys on there on how to ma manifest more love into your life. It's the three-part video series. Um, if you're interested in matchmaking, actually I own another company. It's a luxury matchmaking agency. It's called Prestige Connections, and it's prestigeconnections.us. You can find us on social media or our website, and we, I would love to connect. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, Amanda. Thank you guys for listening. If you know anyone who is single, who wants to date, who wants to manifest their soulmate to have a wonderful romance this summer or any time of year that you're listening to this podcast, go ahead and share it with them. Copy the link, leave us a five-star review. And we so appreciate everybody tuning in to the Balanced, Beautiful, and Abundant show. I'm your host, Rebecca Whitman. Tune in next week with an, another amazing guest, and we will continue to help you go from burned out to balanced, beautiful, and abundant. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Balanced, Beautiful, and Abundant show. Please rate, subscribe, and review this podcast. If you or someone you know feels stuck and needs more abundance and balance in their life, please go to my link tree in the show notes to schedule your complimentary breakthrough call. I look forward to hearing from you and we'll see you on the next podcast episode.